Hello and welcome to Treatland. This is the podcast where you, the listener, share your favorite food memories from childhood. We'll be playing your audio clips and reading your stories, and we'll definitely be sharing a few of our own along the way. Each episode has its own food-related theme. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our show. I'm sure you guys know the Hostess cupcakes. They were like chocolate. They had like that little white swirl on the top. Um, Man, I haven't had them since I was probably four years old, but I have a story regarding them. I remember my mom buying them and I absolutely like loved them. So my mom went to work at night and my dad used to watch my brother and I, but he would go work out and stuff downstairs and we just kind of play upstairs or whatever. And I can remember finding boxes of those and eating like two full boxes of those things. And then I ended up getting like this rash, like all of my body hives and stuff. I rushed me to the doctor's. And uh, almost like I kind of OD'd on them. Um, I don't think it was more of a allergic reaction. It might have just been some kind of like too much chocolate or sugar or whatever. But it was wild. And ever since that day, I've never had one again. Hi, this is Treatland episode number eight. This episode is about snack cakes, if you couldn't figure that out. And our first story was from Garrett, who is born to be rad on Instagram. So when I think of snack cakes, I think of Hostess and Little Debbie, but of course there's others like Entenmann's and Drake's, and then the generic Great Value brand as well, and I'm sure there's many more. We have a mini episode today, and we'll get right into the stories, and I hope you enjoy. The year is 1991, and the entire world, or at least children in America, possibly internationally, are suffering from what we call turtle fever. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a huge movie in 1990, and an even bigger brand with toys and cartoons. So they kind of had this omnipresent feel uh, at that point in time, especially in the early 90s. Now, uh, there was a 7-Eleven over here in New York that my friends and I, we used to ride our bikes to. And um, I will never forget the summer that Hostess dropped Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Pies, uh, which were filled with vanilla pudding power. Pudding power. God, it sounds weird saying it, right? It came with a free sticker inside. Uh, that was pretty cool. It was basically their regular deep-fried vanilla pies with pudding, obviously. Uh, and then on the outside, they were coated with this green very bright green looking goo. It was like sugar frosting, but there was a ton of uh, dye in it. Suffice to say, my friends and I uh, were buying these like sight unseen. It had Ninja Turtles. It was Hostess, very popular brand in the 80s and 90s, very unhealthy. Uh, Eventually they stopped like deep frying the pies, which is upsetting because that's, they tasted better when they were fried. They had had fruit pies, obviously, um, all throughout the 70s and 80s. They did everything from blueberry to pineapple, um, but they had never ventured into uh, Ninja Turtle ooze flavored, even though the pudding inside was just regular old vanilla pudding. These things were delicious. My friends and I ate them like crazy. We literally just went so ham on these. We kept going back to 7-Eleven and buying them for what seemed like an entire summer. Unfortunately, um, my neighbor, Steve, 
these things screwed his stomach up big time. Um, for whatever reason, we also had a friend named Rich who lived around the way and he got really sick. Now, what they were saying was that the dye, the green dye wasn't bad for you, but they used a lot to coat the pies. So some kids or people, if you were allergic to dye, you know, everybody's body processes these dyes differently. Uh, these were not natural colorings from like spinach. This, this is all chemicals, kid. So they never upset me, but we went there for what seemed like almost daily in the summer and we were eating these things and grand opening, grand closing, uh, <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, vanilla pudding power pies came out in 1991 and they were discontinued in 1991, which is crazy because Hostess usually keeps this stuff around. I think it was a licensing agreement. Um, there's still the urban legend that it was really the dye, that there was just too much dye in these things and it was making people sick, which is totally possible. Um, I don't know. I thought they were great. Like, seriously, this is one of those things like um, High Seas Ecto Cooler. I wish they'd bring these back. They were absolutely delicious. And, uh, yeah, it was a crazy summer of 1991, and it was fueled mostly by these Hostess treats. I thought they were absolutely delicious, and I missed them. In 1989, we took a school trip to France and Italy and my friend's mom packed her um, a bag, a tote bag that she carried around with her the whole 10 days. And the first day, she um, dumped it out on the hotel bed in Paris. And there was, um, let's see what was in there, a Walkman, um, some headphones, uh, a few mixtapes, some Smiths and Cocteau Twins tapes, some black jelly bands. And a raspberry zinger. Remember those Hostess raspberry zingers? It was in a cellophane package. And that was day one. All the stuff went back into the bag, and we walked around Paris and, you know, wherever we went, Monaco, day two, Versailles, day three, somewhere else, day four, stuff going in and out of that bag repeatedly, Day five, she dumped it out again, and the zinger was starting to look a little less recognizable, a little smushed, a little less appetizing. The, uh, you know, I think it's maybe coconut on the outside. I'm trying to remember what it was. Coconut on the outside and some um, raspberry-colored, <laughs> you know, coating on it. It was like a Twinkie, I think, um, but it had a, you know, a covering on it, like a coating on it. And then by, I don't know, day six, it was starting to get really funny and unrecognizable and <laughs> kind of gross. Um, at this point, no one was going to eat that zinger. And it just became a funny thing that traveled around Europe with us. By the last day, it was so flattened um, that it you know, was starting to resemble more of a, a used feminine hygiene product than it was <laughs> a hostess treat. Um, but I, I never did um, taste it or, <laughs> you know, get to uh, enjoy that. No one did. We enjoyed it in a much different way. But that's kind of the only snack cake um, memory I have. Outside of um, unrolling ho-hos. Oh, yum. I still love doing that. 
eating it piece by piece, making it last. Good stuff. So I got into UC Santa Cruz, which is the University of California in Santa Cruz. And I feel like Santa Cruz is known for two things. It's known for the Corey Feldman vampire movie. (laughs) And it's also known for the boardwalk. So the boardwalk has a whole array of treats, right? And I can just rattle off a few names right now of all the treats. Um, We got the uh, classic caramel dipped Granny Smith apples on a stick. The powdered sugar dusted funnel cakes. We've got the clear plastic bag stuffed with pink cotton candy. The soft serve ice cream cones with the different colors swirled in. But everybody knows and everybody's aware that the best treat on the boardwalk is the deep fried Twinkie. And I feel like the only times I was allowed snack cakes when I was a kid was when we visited the beach boardwalk in Santa Cruz. Um, And they have a cart there that is decorated with the cowboy hat wearing Twinkie guy. (laughs) And... Yeah, they sell these deep-fried Twinkies on wooden sticks, and they're dusted in powdered sugar, and they're served with either a side of chocolate syrup or strawberry syrup to dip the Twinkie in. And they also serve deep-fried Oreos, but I've never tried the Oreos. I always got the deep-fried Twinkie. And among every treat on the boardwalk, the deep-fried Twinkie, every time, will always bring me back to my childhood. So I think when I go... (laughs) Down there this fall, I'm for surely going to get a deep fry Twinkie. (laughs) And also, go slugs. The second story today is from Gerald, who's Jerry Horror on Instagram. And then we have Julie Zach, a designer from Buffalo, New York. And Angel Sunlight, who is also Angel Sunlight on Instagram and on YouTube. My favorite snack cakes were the hostess Susie Q's. A fond memory I had with snack cakes would be when I was younger and I could always be found riding my bike or rollerblading around the city I grew up in, which was Bell Gardens. Back then, Bell Gardens had a hostess bed box right at the edge of the city, and we we would go to get some of our favorite snack cakes. I was never too picky about which ones I would get, as we were able to buy three for a dollar. So you can definitely figure out how long ago that was. My go-to, however, was the Susie Q. Oh, it was great. It was a chocolate cake sandwich filled with marshmallow fluff. They didn't always have them, but when they did, I would make sure to pack a few extra ones in my backpack. I found out later that when they're refrigerated, they taste so much better. And ever since then, that's how I enjoy my pastries. I'm willing to wait a day or two for my pastries to get a little colder. When I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of exposure to snack cakes, at least the commercially prepared variety, because my mom was quite an avid baker and would often be making cupcakes and cookies for us to have instead of buying them. However, I was also the kid in our family that uh, always got taken on errands. I was kind of easy to drag around and often willing to help out, so... Um, we had just started renovating our backyard at that time and my dad took me to the lumber store. It 
it felt like every weekend, although I don't really know if it was that frequent, but it was so we could pick up supplies for whatever project we were working on that weekend to make the backyard kind of new again. So we were at this lumber store and I remember standing around and being kind of bored waiting for my dad to collect what he needed. And I got a tap on the shoulder and I turned around to see a guy who was handing me a box of Twinkies. I was so excited because I had never had a Twinkie, although had always seen them on TV and wondered what they were like. I took them over to show my dad and was so excited that they were all mine. Uh, although my dad did inform me that they weren't all mine because I was going to share them with my brother, which I was a little bit disappointed about, especially since he was never the one that came along on these errands. It was always me. So I felt like I had earned them fair and square. But I always do look back on that day as being particularly fun because I not only got my first box of Twinkies, I got them for free. Uh, and even though I had to share them with my brother, it's still a very fond memory for me. All right. So I got a snack cake memory that I'll call the one that got away. So as any 80s or 90s kid would remember, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were taking the world by storm. You could put the Ninja Turtle logo on anything and it would sell. Well, this would also include a snack cake or a vanilla pudding cream filled uh, snack treat. Kind of looked like a big turnover, but it was basically a vanilla pie that was covered in green so it looked like a turtle shell. Thus the Ninja Turtle uh, snack cake or vanilla pie, if you will. I tried desperately to get my hands on this, but no supermarket that I ever went to had it. Whether it was a big supermarket or your local convenience store, I could never get my hands on this Ninja Turtle pie cake. And I don't even know if that's the right word for it or the official title of it, but that was the one that got away. It's the one that I wish I could have tasted. It might not have been that good, but just the fact that it was Ninja Turtles and it was green and it looked like a turtle shell and it was filled with vanilla pudding. What kid wouldn't want to get their hands on that one? The last three stories you heard were from Jose from California, then Janice, who is Cheesy Poof on Instagram, and then another Jose, who is jbenitez0183 on Instagram. One of my absolute favorite memories from childhood was going over to my grandmother and her sister's house, who was my Aunt Nini. And we would have sleepovers at their house when my parents would go out. It was usually a Friday or Saturday night. And we got to eat so much junk food while we were over there. They definitely spoiled us. We would order pizza and wings and we'd be watching movies in their den and eating snacks the entire time. And then later at night, we'd always look in their pantry and they almost always had little Debbie cakes in there. And it was usually a mixture of them, but they almost always had the zebra cakes, no matter what. Or if it was the holidays, they would have the Christmas trees, which I always loved. And around maybe eight o'clock at night or nine, my grandmother or Aunt Nini would take the two-pack and put one each on white plates for my brother and I, and they would dim the lights in the kitchen and sometimes put a little candle in the middle and call us in. 
we would walk in and see our little personal cake with the candle in it. And I remember licking the waxy candle that had the cream filling at the end of it and just trying to get as much of the sugar off that as possible. Another amazing snack cake related memory of mine would be playing sports and knowing that there was a snack bar nearby. My brother and I played softball and baseball. The particular league we played on, they had an amazing snack bar that almost had restaurant quality food, pizza and chicken fingers and really good French fries. And of course, they always had ice cream and Little Debbie's and Hostess. My main motivation for playing sports back then was knowing that I got to have some kind of treat at the end. And if my brother had a game, I'd be sneaking back and forth during his game, getting different items at the snack bar. So this particular snack bar had a three pack of Little Debbie Swiss rolls. They were 75 cents, and I remember... That being a treat that I never told anyone I was eating. So I would have to eat that in the amount of time it took me to walk back to the field that my brother's game was at. It was the perfect size to get a little bit sick off of. So I would not need to go back to the snack bar for the rest of the night. My favorite snack cake would probably be the Christmas trees followed by the zebra cakes or the Swiss rolls. I think those two would be tied. Unfortunately, I have had little Debbie's and a couple hostess items in the past couple of years and they do not hold up at all. They're not nearly as sweet as I remember and the cake part is really bland now. But despite all that, my childhood memories of them have to be some of my favorite of all time. And that last story comes from the host of our podcast. Her name is Rebecca, and you can find Rebecca on Instagram at Retroplex underscore. There's a lot of cool things on her Instagram page. She posts a lot of vintage ads, old candy ads from the 80s and 90s, video games, toys that you would see advertised on Nickelodeon, a great page to follow if you are like us and you love treats, if you love the 80s and 90s, and also the marketing industry because there, like I said, there are so many cool advertisements that she posts on her page. So I would definitely check her out and thank you so much for listening. Thanks again to everyone that submitted their stories. If you would like to share your story with us, please email us at treatlandpod at gmail.com. 